there, folks. My name is Emily. And I am Elp. And we are Oh My Word, a podcast where we discuss books, movies, musicals, TV shows, etc. Specifically, sharing with you the content so that you can make more informed decisions about the content that you consume. Exactly. And how do you do that? Well, we'll tell you. We have a very handy guide, our pearl clutching scale, which not only protects your pearls and makes sure that they are at their best, but also tells you on a scale of zero to four, how many pearls will need to be clutched for this? And do I really want to be clutching so many pearls in the entertainment that I consume? Violence, language, and romance. Uh, what do we say? Oh yeah, zero to four. Zero means no pearls clutched and four means all the pearls were clutched. So you can just look at that and be like, hmm, is this for me or not? So those are our three main categories, violence, language, romance. And then we also sometimes talk about other things. Some things fall into that that are, you know, there's there's different issues that come up in different movies and books. But essentially, how violent is it? What's the language like? And then romance is both romance and sex. Like we talk about if there's too much romance and because you might assume that it would be just sex. But, you know, sometimes there's just a lot of romance. It's too yes. much, especially for certain people in this conversation who will rename, remain nameless else. Some people just have no heart and, you know, and they just don't understand romance. And that's okay because they have other things to offer. And when I figure out what those things are, I will let you know. So today we are talking about a teen movie, teen movies, actually, Tall Girl and Tall Girl 2. It's a Netflix movie. I'm pretty sure one of the few Netflix movies not based on a book. And also where the teens don't take their clothes off. Sorry, I had to oh, put that yes. in. Hey, spoiler alert! <laughs> spoiler alert, they don't take their clothes off, which is really sad that we have to qualify that, but so many teen movies, they're taking their clothes off, which is gross. Uh, yes, but this one's not based on a book. At least I couldn't find anything about it, which is neither here nor there, except they do so many adaptations. It's interesting that this one is actually just a movie. Anyway, so Tall Girl is about Jody, who, as you probably guessed, is a tall girl, but like really tall, like six feet tall or six something. Less than six four, but more than six. Being tall has been a struggle her whole life. And now she's in high school where everything is just so much harder. I mean, high school is just the worst. And she wants to find romance. And there's finally a guy who's taller than she is. And that's pretty cute. But is it possible that love has been in front of her and possibly slightly below her nose the whole time? <laughs> dun, dun, dun. See do that. We gave it for our ratings. Violence is a one and a half. Language is a two. And romance is a two. Violence, I mean, even 1.5. Maybe a one is even better. Yeah, probably a one. Yeah, you know what? Let's make violence a one. There's one fight where a couple of punches are thrown. But... It's not particularly graphic, and it's a pretty short fight, right? It's two or three punches, and that's about it. Yeah, not overly much. Yeah. So that's so violence is a one. Language is a two, which is actually really, really good. <laughs> also for Netflix. For Netflix and for a teen movie, a two on our scale means there's no F-bombs. There's no... You're saying, like, hell and damn. That should be a one, then. Oh. We did really good with our ratings on this. We're going to have to tinker with our scales. <laughs> no, wait, hold on. I think they might say, like, a-hole or something like that. Oh, okay, so never mind. Anyway, for language, it's a two. 
because they might say hell and damn and a few other things that I personally won't repeat, but I think that actually we could repeat on this podcast and get away with, which is a good sign language wise, again, especially for a teen movie. And then I'm mean, it's rated PG. So, you know, it's. Yeah, they keep adapting. They keep moving the goalposts for what. Rating <laughs> so, you know, you got to you got to look at why they rated something what they rated it to really yes. know if the rating is what it should be. Right. But it's still not bad. And then romance is a two. The whole movie is about romance. She's looking for love and it's a little bit of a love triangle thing going on. But they don't take their clothes off. And they, they don't. There's nothing really explicit. There's one or two kisses and that's it. And they're not even really long drugged out kisses. Right. Very surprising. Yeah. They're just, they're, they're sweet. This is actually a sweet movie. Yes. That's also the standard that's been set for teen films has also changed the standard <laughs> for other yes. things. But it is, yeah, it, it is sweet. And it's, you really don't feel like, even though you have, like her best friend is, is a, well, it's in New Orleans, so which is important to know because culturally that's important to know. It's set there. And like her best friend is a black girl um, who they, they put her in there and you don't, I don't know if it was tokenism or not, but it didn't feel tokenism to put her in there. It was just like, yeah, of course she'd be in this high school. She'd have different kinds of friends. Right. They don't focus on a lot of, on like any of the big issues in that kind of way. They keep the focus on the fact that, oh, I'm so tall and I feel like a freak. Right. Which is probably also why it was so sweet that you didn't feel like there was all this extra like anxiety added into the film. Yeah. Her friend is just really supportive and stands up for her when people tease her. Yeah, she just she's got like a big personality. She just seems like a lot of fun. She's always dancing. She's always grooving. Mm-hmm. And then it, she just feels she feels like oh yeah, I could totally know a person like that. Not someone who's just always who's just always angry. And now here's the, so here's the thing with this film. And it's I, there are there are not a lot of tall girls in this regard. That's definitely true. And it is definitely true that if a girl is starts growing over six feet, she could feel like a freak. I I don't know. You know, when I went to high school, there was. And actually, it wasn't even when I was in high school. It was when I, once I was out of high school. There was one girl that I knew of who was over six feet. So she didn't get to her heels because she, that would just make her too tall, you know. Mm-hmm. And she didn't. The thing she had a hard time with was like, let's say she got she wanted a short skirt. It would become like a mini skirt on her. If she wanted a long skirt, mm-hmm. then it was a short skirt on her. And that's that's legit. <laughs> like That is a legit situation. It's not like a made up like, how come they don't make a size 27? Like the balls of body positivity thing. Which, that's a separate thing. There's a whole thing about how they want to move those sizes into the regular sizes. Okay, that's a separate topic. Here, this is something... She cannot do anything about the fact that she's taller. It's not like a... You know, whether... It's, it's not a body shaming thing. Like, you can't do anything about it. But here's where I have the problem. Like, of course, I have the problem somewhere. Here's where I have the problem. Is there no girls basketball team anywhere in the vicinity that would also have tall girls in it? Like, it, they make this whole thing about how, oh, I'm so tall, I'm a freak, which, yes, she could be feeling that. And, I, I you know, I'm not going to argue with that uh, thought. But it's also like, why are you the only person in the entire world who's so tall? Mm-hmm. And you see the dad has this, a lot of misguided attempts of like, look, we're going to have this tall club come here. And then you won't feel like <laughs> a freak. And she's like, no, I feel more like a freak now. But how many, maybe it's also standard for, for, for a high school to have a girls basketball team. It just seems unusual that there would be no other tall person, like, anywhere in sight. And also, maybe they don't see, maybe this thought doesn't occur in high school. But especially when you see her when she's dressed in her, like, pantsuit sort of thing at the end. 
And it, besides, I don't know what the ruffled color is doing there, but besides that, she looks, she looks like a model. That's what she looks like. Like guys totally go for the long leggy look. Okay. Maybe not if they're five, you know, four, they're not going to, well, they might, but you know, they That's may, true. Actually, not. models are usually really tall. Yeah. Models are usually tall and they're slim and whatever. And she is. So <laughs> she's not even like balancing the weight part of it. It's just, she's, she is tall and slim and she has nice features. So it seems kind of curious. It just, there's a lot of, of, of curiousness to this of now I thought, so here's, so, so where am I going with this? Is that I, I think it would have been more interesting and almost a little bit less shallow if it would have been like, why does everybody keep telling me that just because I'm tall, I have to play basketball if I want to be a concert pianist, mm. right? Because we do see that she loves right. music and she likes, she used to play piano and she stopped because guys have wider palms. That's like most of them are guys. There's more guys who are professional pianists and not girls. Hmm. That is a little bit, to me at least, that was that's a little bit more complex and interesting because every tall person has probably gotten the line of like, oh, did you play basketball? Oh, uh, definitely the, how the, how's the weather up there? But like, oh, do you right. play basketball? So it would be interesting for her not of like, oh, how's the weather up there? You're a freak because you're tall, but just like, oh, have you played basketball? Because obviously if you're a tall person, you play basketball. And she's like, look, I'm not even athletic, you know? <laughs> yeah. that, oh, you know, or I don't like basketball. I want to play piano. That is, it's way more than just like stopping it at the tallness. That's like taking the tallness and using it, right? Yeah. Yes, being tall is hard, but but specifically what about being tall in a way that it might manifest in her personality or not in her personality? Yeah, I, I see what you're saying. Yeah, well, because that goes to expectations, right? Mm. Versus just like, oh, hey, how's the weather? They're walking by and I was like, oh, stop bullying her. It's like, it's not bullying. It's just because you don't have anything else to say. Maybe right. some people are bullied, stupid. but I'm just saying, yeah, they're just, you know, you have no other line, so you throw that out there. You think you're, you think you're the first person who says it. Yeah, exactly. So you yeah, think exactly. you're really, like, you're not trying to bully, you're trying to be really clever. You yeah. don't realize that everyone says it. Yeah, and so, like, a snarky comment. We also, okay, I don't know what this trope is, and you always see it in teen stuff, where there's, like, a, or rom-coms also. Like, so she goes to the prom or whatever, whatever dance she went to, homecoming, and she takes the mic and she makes a big speech and everybody applauds her. Oh, like, yeah. what that actually happened in a high school or anywhere in life where someone grabs a mic, makes a big speech, and everyone's listening and everybody applauds, and no one's like, what the hell? <laughs> you know? Like, hey, turn the music speech. back on. Take away the mic. Why are we listening to you right now? And what are you even saying? I don't care about yourself, your, your issues, you know? Because she wasn't the prom. She wasn't voted anything. She just goes up and takes the mic. Yes. Yeah, it was that one. Sometimes they... Yes, you're right. That's a trope and it's a weird trope, but sometimes at least the character has won something or sort of like a train wreck. So they're always doing massive big things like that. But this was so out of character and so out of place. There was no reason for her to come up and take the mic and start talking. It was, it was weird. It was weird. And it's also, so writers probably love to put together beautiful lines to inspire mm. people, all that stuff. But it's like, part of it really feels narcissistic. I mean, it's a little bit of an extreme usage, but you go up there and you start lecturing everyone. Right. Well, who made you like the genius? You know? Okay, fine. I understand. No, you know, no more bullying or whatever. Maybe. So yeah, the next time someone makes a comment to you, you either you own it or like, how's the weather up there or whatever, you know, you find some comment to own it with. You just ignore it. Or you tell them off whatever. But like, you have to go up in front of the whole high school and start speechifying to everybody at a dance. Like, yeah. come on, like, judge the mood, you know? <laughs> Run for class president and tell everybody as class president. I gotta be on whatever your speeches are. I don't know, there's just something about it that's just like, oh. It's like when, when they always, 
thank God they don't do this anymore. But it used to be like when the first kiss between the couple happened and everybody would applaud it. Like nobody <laughs> does that ever or anywhere, okay? Instead, they're like, really, you have to do that in front of us right now? Or they're like, hey, go somewhere, go somewhere private. No one applauds anybody else. <laughs> Okay, they don't. The only time they do it is at a wedding, and that's not because they're applauding the kids. They're applauding like the marriage that you right. know, the ceremony. It's it's so, like why do they put these tropes in? Is it, and then like why would you expect either girls or even guys to think differently about romance or to have a misjudgment about romance when you pretend like this is a thing that people do? <laughs> no, they don't do it. Nobody applauds. They don't do it. So thank God they got rid of that. But like this speechifying thing is like. Come on. I'd rather see it as an individual one-on-one thing or like a person to a group thing. Or even when sometimes they'll do it, it makes a little bit more sense if they have to read an essay for class. Mm. Right? So that makes it because you're anyways, you have to get up there, you got to say something, whatever. It makes a little bit more sense there. But here there's like, we're in the middle of a dance right now and you didn't get crowned anything. So now you got to go up there and make your speech. But aside from that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, also, okay. Okay, then there's one more thing also. You have the thing where she, and this is a new trope that you're seeing a lot in books and in film. It's a lot where the girl makes the first move. And the girl the girl kisses first. And it's not necessarily because the guy is whatever. So I don't know. My suspicion would be like, I wonder if this is part of like, you know, you have to get consent thing. So like if the girl kisses first, that means she's given consent or something. Even though, why do you have to ask the guy then for consent? Yeah. No, yeah, that, I don't know what question. it is. But I wonder... We should probably find some guys to talk to about this, how they feel about that. Because I don't know. I don't know if I like this. Uh, I guess it's probably like a feminist thing also. Like the girl makes the move because she's so strong and so whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't, you know, I'm noticing it and I'm not sure yet how, because right now it's just a little bit different. So you're noticing the difference of it. But yeah, I think we'd have to talk to some guys about this. Of like, how do you feel if the girl would kiss first? It's kind of like, you know, I don't know. I'm sure they'd all be very happy if a girl wanted to kiss them. A girl wants to kiss me. I don't care. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, this first, is, second, about, third. Yeah. Well, this is someone you're in like an actual relationship with or building a relationship with. I wonder, like, do you feel like if a girl kisses first, do you feel like she's taken away something that should have been yours? Or are you just like, who cares? We get to kiss. Yeah. Right. Be an interesting. Uh, it's, I, don't, I think it's an interesting question to ask. Yeah. You have the whole thing also with her sister is like a beauty queen and she's so perfect. And so everything like that, but they still have um, like a nice relationship with each other, which is also good. Yeah, I liked I liked that that they were very different from each other, but they got along, and the sister was supportive of her. Actually, the only thing that is interesting about this movie, but it doesn't end up being the whole thing, is that she's tall and she's uncomfortable. So her sister and her mom are both on board with giving her a little bit of a makeover when she wants to impress this one guy. So you have a little bit of that thing where the girl changes her appearance for a guy, which, you know, we talked about it like with Greece, because that's a huge transformation. Whereas this one, first of all, it's not really, a, it happens, but it's not such a big focus. But also, it's not so much a transformation, I, I think, it's not so much a transformation as a change, right? Like she wears a lot of sweatshirts and jeans, and her sister says, look, if you you know, throw on some lipstick and take off your sweatshirt. Obviously, to have a shirt underneath, not to take off your clothes. But you know what I mean? If you just, if you doll yourself up a little bit, people are going to notice, but almost not just because you'll be prettier, but just because it's going to be a change from where you've been before. I mean, I think that's reasonable to have. You know, people do change their appearance 
or at least brush up their appearance. And it's not even about changing or transforming who you are. Sometimes it's just about accentuating or it's about making a contrast between that was before and this is now or even just about I'm going to put in a different kind of effort for you because I'm interested. So it was a little bit iffy, but I think it was done reasonably. I don't know. Did you have any thoughts on that? Yeah, it felt like just they were cleaning her up a little bit, but not in the way of like, oh, your hair is all over the place. Now we have to blow dry it. Like it didn't feel like that. So you sure it seemed more like this is how I'm going to bond now with the other woman in my family, but not in a... Mm. Yeah, it, I don't know. It, it was I thought it was kind of a little bit more subtle, I guess, or a little bit less like, oh, this massive transformation. But we do see that one of the guys who was always teasing her, like all of a sudden, I was like, oh my gosh, she's pretty. Like I, like oh, I, I'm like I will admit now that she actually is a very pretty person, right? He's kind of like half into her. But that scene was weird. There was a scene where they kind of are in like a um, not like an escape room, like some murder mystery oh, thing. Oh yes, and there's like three couples that go through. I'm like, okay, we're all gonna make out now, and you're like, what, <laughs> what? Why? What is even happening here right now? That scene, that scene was weird. Uh, for me, it was weird. Everyone's watching each other making out because they're all trying to make each other jealous, sort of thing. And it's yeah. like, ew, guys, stop it! <laughs> but, you know, stop, stop it. I don't know. It's funny because there were certain things about this that were good or good enough, I guess. I guess say good, good enough, or that weren't too bad. And then there were like a few weird things that you're just like, what is, what is this? And then the second yeah. film was totally like the conflict of it felt very forced. I didn't even watch all of it. I kind of like, oh, Red Wits are bad, and then look at the last five minutes. And then, of course, oh, whoever she gets together with, they have to have the breakup. They have to get back together. There's a reason why, you know, excuse the language, they call it sequels horror films. And it's funny. I overheard someone say, like, why did they make a second one of these movies? Like, was there a re- did we feel like there wasn't, there was a reason why we need to see more of it? Is it like there wasn't right. a conclusion? It's kind of like a forced whatever. And then you also have, like, the one guy, the Swede, who she's like, was it to, and whatever. He kind of redeemed himself, and they make a new couple out of it, you know. So, well, uh, whatever. Maybe people watch it, maybe not. Maybe they just had a two-film contract with the actors. Who knows? Could be. <laughs> yeah, as far as things go, it's it's relatively much cleaner than most other teen films these days. That's for sure. Yeah. It was a pleasant surprise in terms of the family friendliness and the the cleanliness of it. Good job, tall girl, at least on that front. Good job. The one thing also is that I couldn't figure out the mom was, I was like, who is that? And then it's, you look at it, it was Angela from The Office. Oh, it's yes. like, oh, I know you. Oh, oh, you could be in things that's not The Office? Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, you know, we're going to end it late. We have to give a high five for that one. <laughs> oh, because she's tall? Yeah. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> you might have to cut that out. <laughs> no, we'll, we'll leave it in. We'll let people understand what your sense of humor is. As it were, <laughs> maybe we'll maybe we'll work on that a little bit. Uh, thanks so much for listening, folks, and we will catch you next time. Cheers, peoples! We hope you enjoyed this week's episode of Oh My Word podcast. Make sure you subscribe so you always get the latest episode, and please leave us a rating and a review. And please share the show with your friends. Also, follow us on Instagram at Oh My Word Podcast. There, we post episode updates, our ratings for each book, and also our personal reading recommendations. Music for the show is by Tim Burke. Editor is Emily Yaffe. We'll see you next week.